It's every artist's biggest dilemma. How do you get your art into the community and still make a living? I'm your host, Caroline Marcello, and in today's podcast, we're bringing the worlds of art and industry together. My guests are innovating new ways of getting Acadiana's business community to promote local artists, and the results are nothing short of beautiful. Now on 10 Talks Acadiana. 10 Talks Acadiana, the podcast powered by KLFY.com. Welcome in everyone to 10 Talks Acadiana. Today we are joined with three Lafayette residents who are making our community a more beautiful place by spreading some art around town. So I'm gonna let each of our guests introduce themselves and then we'll go from there. Hi Caroline, my name is Claire Cook. I am the creative director of Basin Arts, which is a local nonprofit supporting artists in our community. Um, and we, one of our flagship or signature programs of Basin Arts is the Bear Walls program which is an art subscription service that pairs local artists with local businesses and local workspaces. And it allows for local businesses to have an affordable way to install local art in their workspaces. And it also gives artists a way to earn residual income from their art. So they're not just um, relying on only artwork sales, but they're able to spread their work in a wider, you know, range in the community while more people can see it, but at the same time they're earning residual income, which helps them to continue, you know, supporting their, their craft and their professionalism. Definitely, and we have a bunch of artists in Lafayette joined by one today who is on the roster of the Bear Walls program. That's right, uh, my name is Dirk Gidry. I'm a local visual artist, professional artist, and I also am the program director of Bear Walls um, and just an advocate for the arts. I also sit on the Louisiana State Arts Council and uh, yeah, everything art in our community, uh, come to me. I love it, <laughs> we're talking everything art and art is in places across Acadiana, also in Lafayette General. So our next guest, if she'd like to introduce herself. Good morning, my name's Marie Lukaszewski. I am an interior designer and I'm the director of planning design for Oshner Lafayette General. So explain what that means just before we get into it. You are in charge of everything that hangs at Lafayette General, right? Right, I mean, my department um, actually is involved in the master planning of what all of our campuses look like and how we expand our services in and around all of Acadiana in the rural parishes as well as what's occurring in the oil center. Um, we design everything from operating rooms to waiting rooms, um, all the public spaces, all of the areas where our doctors um, you know, meet with patients and do examinations. So everything, Oshner Lafayette General, where where patients are involved and, and come to, we have our, our fingers sort of in that. And, and art definitely is something that's um, part of the, the last piece to go in, but it's one of the first pieces that makes an impression on the patients as they arrive. Definitely, and talking with you earlier, we know that you love local artists. So we're gonna talk about the Bare Walls Project. I know you touched on it, Claire. It's such a cool project because it allows artists who have maybe some extra stock in their studio, instead of it just sitting there and collecting dust, like you said, it's making them some kind of money. Can you go on and explain how much you've made? I mean, these artists have made money and you have some figures for us. Yeah, so the program, really it came out of Basin Arts sort of being in the center of hearing two different needs. So we were hearing from local artists 
that you know they have a lot of inventory and it's it's hard to sell artwork you know I mean it, it takes you spend a lot of time creating something and it's not necessarily you, people just go to the store and purchase a, a, an investment piece of art so there was a lot of inventory that artists were accumulating um, and then often like in sort of the tradition in, of years past businesses might invite a restaurant might say oh like would you like to hang your artwork and you know we can expose you to the community which is a wonderful service but it doesn't always pay the bills or it doesn't always buy you you know new paint or new canvases and so there is an expense that artists were consistently coming out of pocket to maintain their craft but not at the same rate were they making sales to be able to sustain that so that was sort of one need that we were hearing frequently from the artist community and then for Basin Arts, we're a community art center. We're constantly in, in conversations with many aspects of the community, including business and healthcare and other like quote unquote non-artistic realms. And those community members were saying, oh, we love, the, we love local arts. We, love, we wanna support local artists. How do we do that? You know, what, what can we do? What's directly gonna support artists? And also, especially new businesses, they were sort of in the throes of designing their space and saying like, we, we want to put local art up. How do we find local art? How do we afford local art? You know, not every, especially a startup, a new business, you're not always going to have, you know, $10,000, $20,000 <laughs> right. to throw towards the purchase of original art, but you want to have the presence of something beautiful and inspiring for your clients, for your employees. So we identified these two needs pretty quickly and Dirk and I were like, wait, there's a, there's a direct <laughs> solution here. Right. And that's how the Bear Walls program came out. So it was allowing businesses to have, I mean, we have over 600 pieces of art in our roster and it's uh, in our inventory, over 60 artists, and that's growing rapidly. And that's all artists from the local community. The styles range from photography to painting. We have sculpture, contemporary work, traditional work, craft. I mean, we have a wide range of styles that really can kind of suit many different workspaces. Um, and at the same time, every time an artist gets their work installed in a space, the period of time that the work is installed, the artist makes a residual income. So the existence of the program, which it's been active since the end of 2018, so like two, two full years and a right. little bit, we've been able to pay out over $20,000 worth of residual income to local artists. And that's that's not a small number. No, that's When you figure huge. that that's a true community investment, that's business owners saying, you know what, this is important to us. And the fact that a business owner can have, you know, $10,000, $20,000 worth of inventory in their workspace. And every three to six months, they get to select new work. So there's a constant refresh, a constant moment of conversation for the people coming through the workspace to keep things fresh, to keep things up to date. And also just like, people's curiosity gets to grow and grow and grow and learn about local arts and at the same time every time those artists have their work up they get to make some money so it's really Huge. sustaining it's like a very direct simple way to sustain the creative economy definitely um, and I can even let Dirk speak more about like the roster and the fact that you can also purchase the work it's just it's 
organically becoming this really central way to understand who our local successful artists are, how to find them, how to purchase their work, how to see their work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, and Dirk, I actually went along with you as you hung up some art in a local office building. It was so interesting to see, like Claire said, the variety of artwork that you have. I was standing in front of one of your paintings, beautiful abstract painting, blues. Uh, you, you you explain it better. You're the artist here. <laughs> that, is, that is a beautiful piece. It's a... Uh... Uh, called surface it's a 14 foot piece that you know just a statement piece in the lobby and uh and yeah it, it, you just wanted to it, it demands your attention so anybody that walks in the building which we've discussed numerous times since we've been installing and rotating the artwork in the building uh just love to talk about it and they love to see the artwork move and rotate and um you know part of the program and the beauty of it is the accessibility of it so claire really harped on how the ins and outs of the program works and everything like that but our job is to act as a hub to connect you to these artists and to make it more accessible. Artists, you know, are very sketchy and they're, they're very recluse. <laughs> Literally. So we, we deal with that. So right. it's like, because we know them, they are us. They're right. comfortable with us uh, because we understand how they are. Some of them just want to stay in their studio and paint and never be discovered because they just want to create. And uh, we're there to showcase like, hey, no, your work needs to be seen. It needs to be put up and just uh, admired and, and, and shown to everybody. And, and, it, and it is so admired. In the building when we were hanging art, a guy stopped off the elevator and wanted to see what we were doing to mm -hmm. check it out. What does it do for people who are in an office building every day to see this artwork? Yeah, I mean, the benefits of art in general, and there's studies on this, um, it is, is just wonderful because it uh, triggers creative thinking for people. And again, back harping on conversations. So um, it'll trigger emotions. It'll trigger even work ethic to where if you see something that's beautiful or maybe something that doesn't speak to you as well, like you want to converse about it and talk about it. And art allows that to be uh, a conversation, you know, either between the person and the art piece individually or me and you talking about an art piece together and how we differentiate like different things from it. So it's uh, that's how it operates. And to see both for their clients and the employees is wonderful because the clients are there day to day and they get so excited for the three month rotation. They're just like, oh, we're getting new work in. Like when they see us roll in the building and they see us just bringing in all of this artwork and they're just like, yes. Or like, oh, I love the other piece that you had. Like, what, like, <laughs> right, they have some art? opinions about yeah. it all. And, and that's, that's part of art is right. the opinion from the viewer. And, um, and we don't want them to just overthink or overlook just a piece that you know, was bought at a thrift store, like something super cheap and just there to just fill up a space. Like, we want it to have so much more value. And I mean, that this is the person behind it and we want you to connect to them. So we have our labels with all the artists. We have now with technology and technology has helped us so much with the accessibility. So you could go to our website. We have QR codes that link you straight to the actual piece. If you want to purchase it, if you even just want to go follow that artist on Instagram now, like you could do that. And we make that available and we link all the artists' websites, everything on our roster page on the website. So it's, we want you to follow these artists and, and, and see them. And, create a relationship yeah, yeah. Pat art, on the back <laughs> exactly and art really connects us all and i think the coolest thing is that art also has the power to heal and it's something that y'all look at at lafayette general when you you go into the design process correct absolutely um and you know it, it's funny you mentioned that most people don't think they can afford art and when i when i was doing the project for the women's pavilion back in 2000 i was pregnant it was 2005 I had the same reaction. I can't afford art in these patient rooms. 
And when you think what's occurring in a postpartum patient room at a hospital, you know, I mean, you're you're a first time mom. Sometimes you're 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 getting to you know to to meet that new infant baby, and it's a very emotional, um, poignant moment in in most in in, in people's lives. Certainly for me, um, even me both too. Of yeah. my, both <laughs> of my children. And I wanted something that was very feminine, um, that crossed over um, to different ethnicities. Um, and, you know, I went and met with Roger Laurent, who, you know, he passed away, but he used to own Gallery 912, which is now owned by Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and talked to Roger and I said, I just, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out because I don't feel like I can afford what I really want these art pieces to say in these rooms. And he said, maybe you can. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, let me contact a couple of artists. What do you want to spend? And so I gave him the budget and it wasn't high. I mean, it was I think maybe $250 or $300 per room. And um, he said, let me make a couple of phone calls and I'll call you back. Well, he called me back and he said, look, I got Subo Annie, who's you know a local artist out of Opelousas, who I adore. I have a huge painting in my own house of Sue's work. And most of her work is very feminine. It's all females with children with, you know, um, very colorful, very creative. And then Colleen McDaniel also agreed to stay within my budget and that, to this day, I've been doing this for probably 25 years. That was the most fun I think I've ever had <laughs> as a designer because they each brought to Rogers, um, at the time we had 24 patient rooms that I needed to fill and they each delivered probably, I think Sue had probably 30 paintings and Colleen had, you know, she does, she, she works very quickly and Colleen had maybe 15 or 20 and I got to sit there and pick 24 of my favorite <laughs> like pieces. How I mean, I, did I die and go to heaven? It was, it was a fabulous day. It was so much fun. And now, you know, seeing my friends and family who post pictures on Facebook of, you know, the new baby and the mom sitting in the bed, there's the artwork right there in the background. And so it's, it's, that was probably the most rewarding um, um, art installation, so to speak, that I've had with Austin Lafayette Journal. But there's lots of other things. There, you know, I read a white paper years ago that talked about the physiology of a person in a hospital. And so if someone is sick and trying to heal, a cancer patient in an infusion center who's worried about their prognosis or worried about healing or worried about getting better, for those type of patients, photography is typically something that's more... Um, um, engaging for them because physiologically your body recognizes it immediately. You recognize that it's a cane field in New Iberia right. or you recognize that it's a rice, um, a, a rice field, you know, on somewhere out in Acadia Parish. Um, but for the mother baby area, those colorful, um, you know, interpretation, I mean, it can be interpreted in so many different ways. So it's the use of different types of art in different areas is, is, what we try to do to help that specific population um, heal, recover, you know, you know, all of those things that happen in a hospital, um, we look at those specifically for different uses. And there's another white paper that I found just before coming here. It was done by the University of Florida, and they talk specifically about arts and culture. And this is, this is, this is really perfect. Um, they make art makes ordinary moments extraordinary, notable, and memorable. Um, the aesthetic experiences are fundamental to human meaning making and identity formation. They can shift perspectives and generate shared meanings that motivate and transform individual and collective behaviors. Um, it starts a dialogue between 
um, different ethnicities. It, um, it provides a direct health benefit. Many arts and culture-based strategies offer direct immediate health benefits such as increased physical activity, stress reduction and connection. In an orthopedic clinic, we may use visual photography of um, someone hiking or someone running or kayaking or walking in nature to promote that, that physical activity. Um, so there's all sorts of ways that we use art in all of our different clinics and they have different strategies and meanings. Um, I just mentioned before we started, we, we've, we've um, procured the Festival International poster from uh, last year, which was sort of put off due to, due to COVID, but Tommy Hughes, the architect and local artist, um, that art will be installed in our new clinic that we're in the process of um, finishing up drawings and getting renovation started, um, our new community health center on Jefferson Street, the old St. Anne's uh, infirmary. So, you know, that, that art will, artwork will go in there. And I want to talk to y'all about the basin <laughs> program because we got a lot of exam rooms and other spaces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to provide ready, behavioral yeah. health there. We'll provide, it'll be an internal medicine clinic primarily, but we'll provide other social services in that space. So we'll want to, we'll, we'll, we'll want to talk about um, connection with, with the local arts from the Freetown area as well. I love it. Art really connects us. I mean, it connected us today with you guys wanting to do something and working together. So I just think it's so great what you guys are doing with Bare Walls and how at Lafayette General, y'all are incorporating local artists into all of the buildings. Guys, thank you so much for making our community a more beautiful place. I think right now it's so important to connect and art is the best way to do it. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah. And just like art and art for local, you know, like be let's support the local generation of more art so that we can have access to it for all of the benefits and also at the same time support the people that are within our community making it so yeah. it's like such a dual a dual benefit you definitely know? i mean yeah and especially in the year that we've had so many art shows so many festivals have been canceled i'm sure for artists this year even more than ever it was hard to make a living so yeah let's support our local artists and our neighbors and make our office spaces more beautiful and and our health spaces i think it's a great idea thank you guys so much for the time thanks, thanks thank you. 10 talks at kdiana subscribe wherever podcasts are downloaded a next star media production